Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It is a Sunday night get-together here on CBS Sports Radio. Jody Mac coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you want to see your loan options, adjust payments, get closing costs all online in real time, Rocket can. All right, we're going to rocket through these last couple of weeks of the NBA season here to give us a, a little bit of a preview and see how he thinks the season's going to fin- finish up before we get to the real season, a.k.a. the playoffs. Uh, one of the best in the business covering the NBA. He's doing it these days for Heavy.com, contributing for Forbes Sports as well. Sean Devaney joins me here on CBS Sports Radio. How you been, Sean? I'm doing well, Jody Mack. How are you? Good. Um, and starting to get excited for the end of the regular season and on into the playoffs. It's actually two weeks from today that the 72-game uh, season will come to an end. I watch the play all year. I look at the standings, and I'm kind of split. Part of me says, wow, this could be a real exciting last two weeks. Others, well, it's kind of non-consequential because we know who the best teams are, and we know it's going to make the playoffs, and none of us know how the whole playing thing's going to work. Are you excited, uh, trepidatious? How would you describe how you think these last two weeks are going to play out? And, you know, I like that word, trepidatious. I think that's, that's kind of where I am. Uh, you know, as much as last year's uh, situation was strange with the bubble and, and the way that season ended, you know, it was, it was always going to be that way. You know, they, they, they had to come back and they had the, the eight games and then the playoffs. And it was, it was always going to be a little bit strange there. Uh, and sure enough, it was. This season is in a different way, maybe even more strange, you know, just because the injuries, uh, the impact we've seen from, from absences because of COVID, you know, extended absences for a lot of players, a lot of teams hit it, hit really hard by COVID. Some teams barely hit at all. Uh, and, and so there's just been so much uncertainty. Uh, and then of course, injuries that we've seen. So, uh, you know, I, I would say trepidations because I just, I don't know what to expect from, from the rest of this year. I don't know what to expect from the playoffs. I don't know how, you know, further COVID things are going to impact, further injuries are going to impact. Uh, it just seems like as, as weird as last year was, it was fun to see the NBA back in the bubble, uh, this year. I just don't know what to expect, and, and, and I'm afraid that we're probably going to see uh, so, some weird negative stuff in terms of uh, uh, injuries and things like that. Let me ask you about last year, because it's a, a great point you make. Um, in trying to figure out playoffs and stuff before it gets underway, oftentimes we look back at what's transpired, what playoffs, have, uh, what players have playoff history, coaches, teams, stuff like that. But last year was so different do we even factor that in or do we just kind of put it in to the side in its own little bubble and analyze what's happened in all the previous years or is last year, maybe the best telling tale of what's going to happen this season. Yeah. That, that you could, again, you can look at it both ways, right? Uh, you know, that, that, that some of the teams that developed some resiliency last year, 
uh, uh, we're able to bring it into this year. Uh, and then in some place, cases that just hasn't been, that just hasn't been true at all, you know, so it's, it's, it's really hard to, to read. I, I would probably lean toward kind of throwing last year out. No question a team like Phoenix benefited from what happened in the bubble last year when they went eight and oh, and then they get Chris Paul and they come in and they're, they're, they're obviously a different team. And, and part of that does go back to the success they had in the bubble. Uh, but you know, you, you look at a team, you look at the Eastern Conference, for instance, Philadelphia was swept. Uh, in uh, in the bubble uh, and uh, in in the first round uh, and you know they've they've had a terrific year and have a real chance uh, to to beat out the Nets for the top seed in the East so you know it's 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 really hard to uh, uh, to necessarily take what happened last year and, and in any way apply it to this year. And you mentioned it the fact that uh, teams have had different levels of COVID to deal with, but then on top of that. It just seems to me like there have been more injuries in the NBA than in years prior to. Now, some of that may be overly protective by teams. We know about load management and how hurt really are guys. But guys are missing weeks at a time, so we don't question it as much. Am I right to say, why are we seeing so many more injuries this year, and how big a factor is that going to be in the playoffs? Yeah, you know, I'm not sure that, that the volume of injuries has necessarily been uh, that much more, but I think you're right in that teams are leaving players out a little longer, uh, you know, making a little bit extra sure because there is such a condensed schedule, because there's no practice time, uh, and, uh, uh, you know, because uh, uh, in the case of the Lakers and the Heat, they had 72 days off between uh, between seasons, and that's, <laughs> that's unheard of, of course. So I, I, I do think teams are... are uh, you know, pushing the, uh, the, the, the time off that they're giving players for injuries, uh, a little farther. And, and it's understandable, um, you know, both because of the, uh, the amount of basketball that they've played in, in, in such a short time. And because, you know, it, it, depth and health is going to be, uh, as big a factor in this postseason, uh, as any we've seen. So, uh, no question that teams are are taking their time bringing guys back. I mean, Anthony Davis's injury uh, probably wouldn't have been a two plus month injury in most seasons, but but in this year with the Lakers circumstances, it kind of had to be. NBA insider Sean Devaney, our guest here on CBS Sports Radio. All right, let me ask you about one of the teams you mentioned. That would be the Phoenix Suns, and I've been harping on this for a good three weeks, if not a month now. Um, they're just not getting their due. Uh, they did go undefeated in the bubble last year, and they did add Chris Paul, and they've been in the mix in the West basically all year, shooting out a tide for the overall uh, mm-hmm. best record in the West. And for some reason, I guess it's because other than Paul, and he never got to the uh, NBA championship before, but as playoff experience, most of their guys have never been down this road before, and that's why I think people are coming up short and giving them their props as a potential NBA final team this year. You with me on this, or are you one of those who buy until I see it with my own eyes? I can't predict it. (laughs) No, I, you know, I'm, I'm with you on this, and the reason is that, that you know, to put it into context of everything else we've been saying, uh, and that is that, you know, this year is going to be different. You know, so if you're looking at some of the factors that you always look at as you head into the postseason, including postseason experience, um, you know, this might be the year where that is not going to matter that much, you know, where, where if you can stay healthy and, and, and maybe uh, the number of young guys that they have will be a benefit to them, um, you know, it, I, I just think that, that, that anything that we traditionally look at heading to the playoffs, that like you probably throw it out. Uh, and, you know, Phoenix has not been 
to the playoffs in 11 years, and that's that's one of the reasons why they're not getting their due. Is that uh, you know people kind of look at them as well if they make the playoffs, they'll see that as good enough. But um, you know, I, I also think that in a year like this. A team that can come in with sort of nothing to lose, young guys who don't know any better that that they're supposed to be scared of the playoffs, um, and uh, and a veteran guy who can lead them down the stretch of games. You know, when 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 you know so many of these playoff games are are decided, you're gonna have two games at least in the course of a seven game series that come down to the last uh, you know two or three minutes. If you've got Chris Paul, I like your chances. Uh, so yeah, you know, I, I I think that I understand why Phoenix is not getting it to do, but at the same time, I think you got to throw some of that out and just look at this year as as like I said, it's just different this year. Speaking of the Western Conference, one of the things we re- lamented last year was the fact that we didn't get the showdown between the Lakers and the Clippers. The battle for L.A., which was supposed to be the NBA's Western Conference final before the year started, a lot of people had them ranked as the top two teams in the NBA, as a matter of fact, except the Clippers got picked off by the Nuggets along the way. Uh, so the Lakers did get to a championship and won it despite not having to face the Clips. As of right now, we're pretty damn close to seeing the Lakers and the Clippers in the playoffs. That would be in the first round of the Western Conference in a 4-5 matchup. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Yeah, and and it could very very easy way, you know, if the if the Clippers do jump up, then the the Lakers could easily beat the number six seed. So either way, that you know, there's there's a real possibility of Lakers Clippers in the first round, and you know. Uh, it's probably not ideal for the NBA. I still think, you know, with, with all due respect to the Suns and the Jazz, I still think that at least, uh, uh, you know, conventional wisdom uh, will hold that, that those are the two favorites, that, that the Clippers and the Lakers are, are the two favorites, and to have them, you know, slugging it out in the first round of the playoffs is probably not ideal. You know, you want to build that up, and you don't want to have it, uh, you know, going on while all the other games are going on as well. You know, when you've got, uh, you know, 16 series going at the same time, uh, you know, it's not really ideal to have what what should be a marquee matchup. So that would not be great for the league, would not be great for the ratings, would not be great for the broadcasters, uh, no doubt. Uh, for me, I, I'd, I'd love to see. It. Like I said, I feel like I was robbed of it last year. Uh, so if it uh, uh, if it's on even in the first round, uh, I'm going to be watching. That's for sure. And uh, they got uh, two guys dealing with injuries. LeBron coming back. Kawhi's got one that he's playing through. Hopefully they get healed up and they're both at full strength when the matchup comes down, if it does come down in the first round. Sean Devaney, our guest here on CBS Sports Radio. All right, let's jump over to the East for a second. Uh, My producer, Billy, was just asking me before um, you came on the air. He said, Jody, how hard are you going to be rooting for the Knicks in the postseason? And I said, I grew up as a Knicks fan, so yeah, mm-hmm. I'll be rooting for him. I actually know Leon Rose a little bit. His daughter and my daughter played uh, high school basketball against each other. So oh, wow. uh, I, I've seen Leon around the gym, and I'd love to see him have success. How are they doing it? Is Thibodeau really this good? Because they made a couple of changes. They got a couple of rookies stepping in. And, yes, their best player, Randall, has upped his game a little bit. But I did not see this much of an improvement coming. How's it happening? No, and, you know, even even when they were having success uh, up until March or so, um, you know, they, they had this big, difficult schedule that was looming. Uh, and, and, you know, everybody just kind of assumed that, okay, they're around 500, uh, and, uh, you know, that's, 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 that's a nice story. And, and that's where we'll, 
uh, you know, that's where it will end. You think of, uh, uh, you know, let's see, March 16th, they were 20 and 21. And I remember talking with some folks and uh, some folks in the league say, yeah, you know, but they've got a killer schedule coming up. Uh, they've got this mega road trip, which actually starts today uh, through the Western Conference. Um, you know, there's no way they're going to, but you know, then they come out and they win, uh, you know, what, 10 out of 11 games. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, this is a team that, uh, you know, as, as much as was expected of it to, to be just mediocre. And if they could get to 500, what a nice story, uh, they never seem to have bought that, you know, and, and, uh, you know, I know Tim's pretty well. He actually grew up right, right near me. And I remember watching him in college at Salem State College, if you can believe that, Jody. <laughs> Damn. When he was in Division Three, I went to see him play. Uh, believe it or not, uh, but uh, yeah, you know, I mean, he—he is—he's a guy who coaches every game the same way. It doesn't matter who, you know, what the what the odds are. He's he never really—he's not. And, and sometimes this hurts him. It hurt him with the Bulls, you know, uh, where that where the front office wanted him to think big picture, and he's just always going out and just trying to win every game and do whatever he can to do that. And that seems to have infected the team a little bit, you know that 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 they don't seem to uh, understand that, that they're not supposed to be this good. Um, certainly the defense, you know, his defense, his ability as a defensive coach has been proven time and time again. And that's, that's the main thing here. But I also think that that outlook of, uh, you know, let's just go out and try to win every game. You know, let's, let's, let's coach and play that way. Uh, like we really have a shot in each game. That's not been the next approach uh, uh, in recent years. And, and, and I think you can just see the way that they're, uh, uh, the way that they're responding to that. You uh, you get your ties to the power brokers in the game any way you can. High yeah, school okay. girls basketball, Division three, college <laughs> basketball. However you get those ties in there, it gives you a chance to get some added info uh, when you need it uh, talking about NBA teams. All right, let's talk about New York's other NBA team, the Nets. Uh, they have, with the t- uh, three superstars and other guys who have done a pretty damn good job filling in when the superstars have been injured, and they've had more than their fair share of that, uh, got to give the Nets a ton of credit. But they haven't played together as a unit. The Harden trade didn't come down till in season, and then if one wasn't out, the other was out, and uh, hopefully Harden's back. It's possible, not given, not a done deal, but probable that he'll be back for the start of the playoffs can they just flip a switch and those three guys coexist and everyone else just fall into their roles as they mm-hmm. may be adjusted on the fly? It seems to be harder than some people are making it out to be. If they pull it off, I can't tell you I'll be shocked, but it just is like, people. oh, well, as soon as everybody gets healthy, we'll be great. I don't know yeah. that. Do you? No, right. And, and uh, you know, we're old enough to remember 10 years ago, uh, when when the Miami Heat came together with with Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade and LeBron, uh, and you know Jeff Van Gundy said they'd win seventy five games. Of course, that didn't happen. They had a lot of trouble. You know, when, once they were all together, they had a lot of trouble figuring out what they were going to do at the end of games, learning each other, learning each other's games. Um, and you know, when 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 push came to shove in the in the finals in two thousand eleven, uh, of course they lost to Dallas. I see a lot of that with this team. That that you know the talent is there. Uh, that that sometimes they don't quite you know when they have been together. Um, you know, usually it's just two at a time. 
that that they do get a little bit afraid of uh, you know stepping on each other's toes. Obviously, they are they're capable of being a, an offensive juggernaut, no doubt about that. Uh, never going to be a great defensive team, but you know the way they score, that probably doesn't matter. I just wonder. You get into a seven game series, you you get to a team that can that can make you slog a little bit, whether it's a Miami or somebody like that, uh, and 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 you've got to win games, close games down the stretch. You know who's taking the shot, and uh, and if they miss, are they uh, scared to take the shot the next time? You know, all those things are going to be factors, uh, and then you have some of the the personal factors of, uh, you know, if he missed that shot, I should take it this time. Uh, you know, there's there's going to be some of that that uh, that that sniping that goes on from the inside. Uh, this is just my own projection. This is what I saw with uh, uh, with with Miami in 2010, 11. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and I think it's going to be, uh, the same with this team. Now, they could still easily get to the final. I don't think they'll win the championship, though. I, th- I think they're just the class of the East right now. Uh, but I think that, that whoever the West puts up, uh, is, is, is probably going to be able to push their buttons enough to, uh, uh, to, to win a championship. All right. Last thing, I'm going to ask for a prediction, prediction again. Uh, two weeks, the season's end, ends. And then we get the play in action which uh, Howard Beck told me a couple of uh, weeks ago, you know those don't count as playoff games. They're not regular season games. Mm-hmm. They're not playoff games. They're, they're standalone entity of play-in games. Uh, it will either, well, I don't know this, but maybe it'll either be very good or it'll be something that is, is either annoying or uh, you're going to get a lot of pushback on that the teams that get eliminated in that first game aren't going to be happy. You know it's going to happen. Um, when all is said and done, and then we advance into the playoffs, uh, we crown a champion, and the year's over and done with. We, we look back at it as a good thing, a bad thing, something that's now written in stone, something that's continually evaluated. How will we see play in action after the fact? I mean, look, it could flop. I just don't think it will. I think that you get a little extra basketball there with a lot at stake. I think people will be into it, and 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 I think that'll. Uh, uh, and not only that, but I think it'll be here to stay. I think it's something that they'll they'll incorporate going forward. It reminds me of the wild card in baseball. Uh, you remember when they first put that in? Everybody thought, "Oh, what is the you know the purists were up in arms and all that stuff." And then they actually started playing the games. And some of the games were fantastic, uh, and everybody said, "Okay, well, never mind. Let's make this uh, uh, you know let's make this a thing." Uh, and uh, and 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 you know, so I, I I think that's probably the dynamic we're going to see here. Uh, look, it could flop, and and it could be some sort of injustice where a team that should be in doesn't get in. Uh, that's possible. Uh, but uh, I, I don't foresee that. I, I, I think this is going to at least one of the uh, of the situations going to turn out to be really exciting uh, and, and and really good basketball and uh, uh, and, uh, and and it's going to be good enough to uh, to inspire the league to keep it around. We've got two weeks of regular season basketball to get in first, and hopefully they are exciting leading into the play in action. Sean Devaney, thanks for teeing it up for us tonight. Appreciate it greatly. We'll be in touch when the playoffs roll around. All right, thanks, Jody. That is Sean Devaney, uh, NBA insider, has been doing it for years. Contributor for Forbes Sports, writing for Heavy.com these days. Jody Mack coming back. We'll uh, talk NBA, or we can continue the NFL draft talk. Uh, a little derby stuff mixed in, too. Get on my telephone lines, 855-212-4227. The Mac Man here with you on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.